Good evening to you from me, Father Hemmel. It's half past five. We've had our our uh, changing gear and we change gear once again. And thank you for joining me at this time. Yes, I know so many of you just love joining me at this time of the day because it's a time when we can simply sit back, relax, pray the Psalms of the Church, uh, the evening prayer of the Church, and be inspired by the Word of God. So stay with me, Father Emil, and thank you for joining me on this Friday evening. It's the end of the week, it's the end of the day, and I really hope that you're going to have a wonderful, relaxing weekend. But I know for some people it's been a bit of a hectic week, maybe a disappointing week, maybe a sad week, maybe you've lost a loved one, I don't know. So there are lots of reasons to rejoice and lots of reasons to be sad. But come, let's just be together at this time for the next half hour. Pray the evening prayer of the church and give praise and Lord, praise to the Lord and ask the Lord to be with us today at this time of prayer. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. And we play this beautiful song by David Meese.
The Lord is great. Our God is high above all gods. Psalm 134 prays for the Lord who does marvelous things. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise Him, servants of the Lord. We stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, and Israel for his own possession. For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever he wills, in heaven, on earth, in the seas. He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, and makes lightning produce the rain. From his treasuries he sends forth the wind. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land, and on his people their land he bestowed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is great. Our God is high above all gods. Sons of Israel, bless the Lord. Sing a psalm to his name, 
for he is loving. Lord, your name stands forever, unforgotten from age to age. For the Lord does justice for his people. The Lord takes pity on his servants. Pagan idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but they cannot speak. They have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear, and there is never a breath on their lips. Their makers will come to be like them, and so will all who trust in them. Sons of Israel, bless the Lord. Sons of Aaron, bless the Lord. Sons of Levi, bless the Lord. And you who fear him, bless the Lord. From Zion may the Lord be blessed, he who dwells in Jerusalem. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Sons of Israel, bless the Lord. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. All peoples will come and adore you, Lord. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship you, for your judgments have been revealed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All peoples will come and adore you, Lord. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowd, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man throws seed on the land, and night and day, while he sleeps, when he is awake, the seed is sprouting and growing. How? He doesn't know. Of its own accord, the land produces first the shoot, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the crop is ready, he loses no time. He starts to reap, because the harvest has come. But he also said, what can we say the kingdom of God is like? What parable can we find for it? It is like a mustard seed, which at the time of its sowing in the soil is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. And yet, once it is sown, 
it grows into the biggest shrub of them all and puts out big branches so that the birds of the air can shelter in its shade. So using many parables like these, Jesus spoke the word to them so far as they were capable of understanding it. He wouldn't speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything to his disciples when they were alone. Once again, we have the what I like to call the earthiness of Jesus, who speaks to the people and speaks to them in their own language, in the sort of things that make up their lives. I think I mentioned this yesterday, how he speaks about, he uses parables, stories to talk about the land and the seed and the birds and the fish and so on, because that's what the people uh, understood and that's what they uh, could latch onto. And I think that's the mark of a very good preacher, in fact, is to latch onto a kind of bait, to latch onto something that people can identify with. And then once you can identify with uh, something that is being said, you can make associations and more easily remember the things that are being said. Now, today, Jesus is once again talking about the kingdom of God. And, you know, when I say the kingdom of God... Uh, you might have in your mind the kind of image that we have of a kingdom, of kings dressed in fine robes with lots of decoration and lots of celebration and lots of uh, attendance around them and all that sort of thing, people who, have, who are shown a great deal of respect. And you say, well, this is the queen or this is the king. And so when we have that image of the king and the kingdom or the queen and the queenship and the whatever in our minds, we know that that's the image we can latch on to today. Now, Jesus was talking to the people at the time, talking about the kingdom of God. And they also had in their own minds uh, their idea of the kingdom. They were looking forward to the Messiah, the Messiah who was going to usher in a whole new way of life and replace the oppression that they were experiencing uh, by the Roman authorities. So they, were they were expecting the Messiah. But now Jesus talks about the kingdom and he says, I'm going to talk to you about the kingdom, but I want you to know what the kingdom is like. I can't tell you what the kingdom is, but I can tell you what it's like. In other words, I can use some of the images that you have in your mind to talk about the kingdom. So that's what Jesus does. And today he's using the um, example of seeds. You take your seeds and you throw these seeds along across the, 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 the soil. And what happens? The rain comes down, the warmth of the sun is there, and that little seed begins to transform itself. It begins to sprout. And the farmer knows that by sowing the seed and the rain comes and the warmth of the sun, that that little seed will begin to sprout and grow and become a little seedling, a little leaf, a little green thing that sort of pops out of the ground, grows into a little seedling, and a little, little plant grows bigger and bigger and eventually will produce a crop. Now, the people Jesus was talking to could understand that language. They knew 
what it meant to sow seed in the land, whether it be wheat or mealies or whatever it was, and that this begins to grow and eventually produces a crop. Jesus says, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is like that, like a seed that is thrown into the ground, begins to grow into a big plant and produces a crop. You see, he's not saying what the kingdom is, he's saying what the kingdom is like. And Jesus always talks about and says, the kingdom is like. He goes on in the next uh, section of the gospel today. What else is the kingdom of God like? He uses the parable once more. That's the, the teaching of Jesus. It's like a mustard seed. A mustard seed? Well, I wonder if you've ever seen a mustard seed. I've seen a mustard seed. Well, I mean, it is so, so small. It's almost unbelievable that's, that it's actually a seed. And it's when you plant that unbelievable, small, uh, insignificant little seed into the ground, it begins to grow, and it grows into an enormous tree that the birds of the air can come and shelter in its branches. The kingdom of God is like that. So what can we say the kingdom of God is like? Well, we can say that the kingdom of God is something very small, very insignificant. And Jesus uses the example of a seed that sprouts, that grows, produces fruit, and grows into a big tree that the birds of the air can come and shelter in its branches. The kingdom of God is like that. So where do we find the kingdom? Well, we find the kingdom in the world in which we are living. It's in our place of work. It's in our place of worship. It's wherever we happen to be. It's in the world in which you and I live. That's where the kingdom is. But it's not going to be some enormous manifestation of grandeur and so on. It's going to be something really small and insignificant. We'll find it in, in the holy people. We'll find it in communities where people are really concerned about each other. For example, today uh, we went to a place called Senegal, and it was there that we took water to relieve the suffering of the people. And it's a work of mercy. And when we think of that, that's a little manifestation of the kingdom, that people received us with such joy that received these thousands of liters of water and what did they do with it? They drank it and they used it, of course, but very grateful uh, to us and for, for the concern of people for them. It's a little thing in a little town in the free state, but it is just a little manifestation of the kingdom. So it's in these little acts of kindness, of goodness, of care, of compassion, of concern, of mercy. It's here that we find mm, something of the kingdom, something very small, something very insignificant, but somewhere woven into the fabric of these sort of actions, God says, I will manifest myself as like the seed beginning to take root and sprout through the soil and say, hmm, this is where I am. And it is here in acts of kindness, of compassion and mercy that God begins to manifest himself. So let's not look for enormous signs of, uh, of, of the kingdom in the world, but let's look for little manifestations of, 
of the kingdom. When we are concerned about people and work, employment, for example, and we do something concrete, we find a little manifestation of the kingdom. When, for example, during this week, I've been appealing to people to go through their garages and find a couple of shovels and forks and rakes and maybe a wheelbarrow, maybe something that you don't need uh, uh, in your garden, um, to, to let me know about that so we can make that available to a young man who's trying to develop a little garden in one of our uh, squatter camps here around Johannesburg in Zanspreit. Uh, just to help them with their garden project, he might say, but are we really concerned? Can we not go through our garden and say, all right, I've got, I don't need that shovel anymore. Or maybe I'll buy a couple of shovels and forks and rakes and so on for this garden project. Small thing, a little manifestation of concern, of love and so on. I wonder how many people responded to that invitation of mine. This young man that I was talking about is also trying to build a skate park for young people so that they can amuse themselves instead of being out on the streets and smoking pot and all the rest of it. I wonder how many people have heard that message and responded. You see, it's a little thing, and you'll say, well, what's that got to do with the kingdom? Well, what has the seed got to do with the kingdom? It's something small. It's something rather insignificant. But if we respond, we show our care, our concern, our mercy, and so on. And so I'm appealing to you. If there's any way in which you can help in these little things that I'm talking about, do contact us here at Radio Veritas. But remember, it's in these little things that the kingdom of God manifests itself, like the seed that is sown in the ground, like the mustard seed that takes root and grows into a big tree that the birds of the air can come and shelter in its branches. The little things that we can do to bring joy, happiness and hope to people are little signs of the kingdom amongst us. Christ loved us and has washed away our sins with his blood. He made us a line of kings, priests, to serve God. Christ loved us and has washed away our sins with his blood. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Christ loved us and has washed away our sins with his blood. The Lord has come to help us, his servants. He has remembered his mercy. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord has come to help us, his servants. He has remembered his mercy. Now, Father, Christ prayed that we be forgiven through his passion. As you accepted him, accept his prayer for all sinners. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Through his beloved disciple, Jesus gave us Mary to be our mother. With her we pray to you for all her children. Father, heed the anguish of those who cry out to you with your Son, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Help us to hear the cry, I thirst. Help us to see your Son even in the least of his brothers. And to the man dying with him, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, this day you will be with me in paradise. Father, let these words be heard again by those who die tonight. We pray for those who have gone before us, signed with the sign of the cross. May they rise with Christ in power when his voice resounds again through the universe. It is consummated. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Holy Father and Lord, you willed that Christ your Son should be the price of our salvation. Give us grace so to live that through sharing his sufferings, we may be strengthened by the power of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. And now may the Lord bless you, may he be with you, and may he keep you always in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Give us your spirit that we may live what we proclaim. Unless a man is born from Um 
The wind blows wherever it pleases You hear its song But you cannot tell where it comes from Or where it is going This is how it is With all who are born of the Spirit There we go. So we come to the end of our evening prayer. It's been lovely being with you. That was Joe Cricher from his album on Eagle Wings. Wonderful man of the Victory Park Parish. I think he's gone to England and maybe making a living there. But anyway, there it is. A lovely song by Joe Cricher. So from me, Father Emil, all I can say is have a super-duper weekend. Rest, relax, and uh, I'll be back with... No, I won't be back with you on Monday next week. Next week I should be having uh, several days of uh, infusion of polygam. So I'll be leaving you in the capable hands of Khania for the whole of next week. So from me, Father Emil, for now it's goodbye and God bless. <laughs>